This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Crisis averted at my house, Jim. Yeah? Got myself out of some trouble yesterday. The plan worked. <laughs> I, I told you guys that I bungled uh, Valentine's Day pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, when I was talking about how sorry I was, my wife was listening yesterday to the show. And she heard me saying on the air that it was completely my fault. I was so sorry and that I had a surprise dinner that was going to be arriving for her. And last night she she had some seafood linguine, her favorite, so she was more than happy. Perfect. And she wanted to clarify. She said she wasn't angry about the gift I got her because she got me an air fryer, which was an awesome present. And I just got her some bath uh, stuff to put in the tub. Sure. We had said we weren't getting each other anything. So really, if anyone should be mad, it's me because an air fryer is something. Yeah, that could have really put you in a tough spot if you got literally nothing. Yeah, that's a legit gift. She said the issue wasn't the gift. It was the the, the lack of attention that uh, that I gave her on Valentine's Day. I didn't, I was planning on giving her attention. Mm-hmm. She was just putting the kids to bed, and I was sitting there on the couch, and I thought I'd start playing a couple hands of online poker with my buddies. And then she came downstairs. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just playing a couple of hands of online poker with the guys. And she said, I'm going to bed. And I, I was like, whoa, whoa, I, I'll come upstairs. I'm done. Like, I can wrap this. Up. Nope, I'm going to bed. You shouldn't have even started playing poker. Uh, yikes. <laughs> Whoopsie-daisy. You were just going to play a couple of hands of poker. You yeah. can't just play a couple of hands of poker with your because you put your money in. No, it's a cash game. You can leave it any time. Oh, so you can cash you out. You can cash out at any time. So who were you playing with? All your divorced buddies? <laughs> who plays poker <laughs> on a Valentine's Day night? Let me think about it. A large number of those guys are single, yes. <laughs> now that you Shocking. mention it. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> that is like that's but like an I, I episode was, of Everybody Loves Raymond. You're you're downstairs playing poker during Valentine's Day, thinking it's totally fine. Deborah, I'll be up there in a <laughs> minute. I don't know what the big deal is, Deborah. I'll come upstairs. I'm just playing a couple of hands with the guys. We've been locked inside for a year. Every day's Valentine's Day. Come on. <laughs> Oh, or, Deborah, or it's Kermit I, the Frog and Miss Piggy also I, in the same I situation. I love the air fryer, Deborah. <laughs> I just wanted to play a couple of hands. I was going to give you the money that I won. <laughs> I did it for us. It was for us. Playing poker. I'm trying to get us a better life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, a little, little life hack, gang. Don't play poker on Valentine's Day. Thanks, unless, Tips. <laughs> unless you're single. <laughs> Getting back into it, a lot of uh, a lot of businesses have reopened, including you can now get your hair cut again, which is nice. Mm-hmm. My son's looking forward to going to the barber. He's, Daddy, can we go get a haircut? That's something he misses, eh? Yeah. He, he's getting a little shaggy, so <laughs> I, I've been telling him, enjoy it while you got it, kid. Grow it as long as you can because... This is what you have to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I've also met your father-in-law, Taz, and it's it's not looking good for the future of Grayson's hair. There's a lot of baldness on both sides. But yeah, he wants to get in the barber chair again. Now, a big concern is that when you take time off from doing anything, you get a little bit rusty, right? 
So just if you are working in a hair salon, be extra careful. (laughs) You don't want anything to... Don't laugh, Jim. This isn't funny. You don't want anything to go wrong. Um, There's a story out of Boston. A barber is lucky to be alive. What? He was cutting someone's hair and he tripped and stabbed himself through the chest with his own scissors. Oh, my Lord. Here's the story. He was walking around behind me, and then he slipped. I was like, oh, it's fine. And then I realized he's holding scissors, and there's blood on the floor. And he goes, oh, my God, I just stabbed myself. I think he fell right on the scissors. I think he was kind of in shock, so he got up really fast and pulled him out. From what I understand, like if it was like an inch to the left or right, I mean, he would have been gone. They thought it was a stabbing. Guy gets stabbed in the center of the chest with his scissors, and you and the police come and you tell him, yeah, he fell on his scissors. The story is not believable, so I don't really blame them for thinking that. Yeah, the cops did not, they didn't buy it. They're like, there's no way this guy fell on his scissors because by the time the cops got there, like he was in serious trouble. Yeah. He, he stabbed himself through through his chest. Yeah. And luckily, they had security footage of the entire incident. <laughs> Look out America's funniest home videos. <laughs> well, I know I know what you're saying like that is an excuse like oh what's that he tripped and he fell, you know like a mob hit or something like that. But you know we all know running with scissors is dangerous. Like it's not that unbelievable. It's true. You yeah. Know, they, like, they've been you, warning us about that our entire lives. Yeah. Don't run with the scissors. I thought for sure you were going to say the guy cut somebody's ear off cuz he was out of practice, oh, but oh, it was oh. uh it, it, he hurt himself. Huh. Scissors through the chest. That's not good. Luckily, the cameras were there to catch it all. Otherwise, the guy... Can you imagine going to prison? Because your barber slipped and stabbed himself with his own scissors? Nobody would believe you. You get charged with the murder? (laughs) (sighs) Thank goodness. Free haircuts for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) In prison. A lot of buzz cuts. (laughs) The barber luckily is doing fine, like they they just said there. The witness said if it was an inch or maybe less in in one direction or the other, this guy could be dead. Oh, my God. So just take your time. If you're getting back into it with the scissors, just be careful. And say what you will about the snow we've been getting. There are some positives. For example, is there a better home security system? Then about two feet of snow. <laughs> Case in point, Seattle had the snowiest day in the city's uh, history in the past 50 years. They got about nine inches of snow on Saturday. So it's, it's very similar there to here. And in Tacoma, 30 miles south of Seattle, two guys decided to break into a house. They were still there when the police showed up. They tried to run from the cops, but guess what? Oh, no. Tire spinning? They tried to run from the cops. Oh, literally just run. Okay. (laughs) I thought maybe they'd get in a getaway vehicle. Remember Family Circus? The uh, the old cartoon in the in the newspaper funny section, yeah, yeah. where the kid would walk around the house, where Billy would run around the neighborhood, and you just follow the dotted line. (laughs) No. To see where he went? Yeah, they followed the footsteps in the snow. Oh, my God. Found one guy hiding in a dumpster. Uh, the other guy was hiding in a tree. So, <laughs> <laughs> Where did the footprints end? Did he fly away? <laughs> Wait a second. Oh. I'll look in this dumpster. <laughs> I'll look up in the air. 
what you got to do is walk backwards in your own footsteps a hundred paces and then veer off. That's the, that's, that's the winning strategy. I don't think they had time for that, Jim. Mm. They were trying to get out of there. Uh, they've both been arrested facing charges for second degree burglary. The guy in the dumpster also had some drugs on him, so oh, some additional charges. But uh, you know, you can get uh, you can get your cameras up, your your ring doorbell going. They'll give you a little peace of mind, but nothing will make you sleep soundly knowing your house is safe, like <laughs> two feet of snow on the ground. You have the right to remain stupid. Did you hear that uh, Canada's Wonderland is going to be a vaccination site, Jim? What? No, I didn't. Yeah. They're planning on opening a drive-through COVID-19 vaccination clinic at Canada's Wonderland. Mm. Obviously, that would be one place that really wants this pandemic to be over with. So I'm sure they're like, okay, if you need our parking lot, use the parking lot, <laughs> get this thing done so we can get back on those roller coasters. Yeah, parking lot. I want to be sitting on that great Canadian mind buster and you just go by and it jabs you in the arm as you're doing the ride. It'd be awesome. Before the car departs? Yeah. Somebody as soon as the arms go down over <laughs> yeah, your shoulders? they got you yeah. captive. Whether you want to get vaccinated or not. <laughs> gotcha. We gotcha. Mindbuster's a good one. Dragonfire, is that a... They all changed names a few years ago, so I don't know. Because Top Gun was the shiz for me back in the day. But then oh, once yeah, they lost a... the movie rights... Did, is it not called Top Gun anymore? So now it's like... Cruising with Tom, like something that's like not similar, but not uh, cruising with Tom. It's like it's yeah, something that doesn't break any no uh, way. laws. Yeah, Top Gun. Is it not? It's called something different now because now it's called Flight Deck. Flight Deck, right? Oh yeah, I like the Top Gun with the song. I wonder if they can still play that one legally without the copyright issue. But the Bat, the Bat, was how about the a Bat of Passage? Yeah, it was. It's a short but sweet little experience on the Bat. It's the up and then the back down the other side backwards. Yeah, yeah. And everybody had a friend or a cousin who puked on it and then had to come back down and go through the puke again. Uh-huh. As it, it was sitting there in the gravity. And so that was what we were always told as kids. Speaking of gravity, this isn't a roller coaster, but it would get me. The one that spins is you put your back against the wall and it spins around. And then you stick to the wall and the arm slowly raises the entire wheel up. So you're stuck to the wall and it's just spinning around. The Gravitron. It's like the Gravitron. But next that level. That would be at the CNE or the, the fair. But it, yeah, but it raises straight up and you're stuck yeah. to the wall. Oh yeah, that was, that was the, the, the puke inducer for me. I did. I remember I ate a bunch of white bread before the <laughs> Mitchell County Fair and that's all I had. <laughs> and then, and then you went ride, on the Gravitron? And then I went on the Gravitron and threw up like, and it was all just white bread that okay. came back out. Well, obviously. I just specifically remember that. Obviously, you're the reason that Canada's Wonderland wants uh, wants people to get vaccinated because if you're barfing up white bread on the rides during a pandemic, <laughs> it's not good for anybody. No. Best no. of times, it's not good for anybody. Yeah. If a sneeze is deadly, a throw up <laughs> is 10 times worse. Yeah, a loaf of Wonder Bread regurgitated <laughs> is really going to spread things around. Yeah. Well, kudos Canada's Wonderland for 
giving up some space there in your parking lot to get people vaccinated. We were talking earlier about a smash and grab uh, theft at Gator Ted's Tap and Grill in Burlington. A couple guys broke in, stole some booze and stole some uh, signed hockey jerseys and memorabilia off the walls of the place. Uh, You wanted to comment on that? You're on the air. Yeah, I do. uh some property maintenance and snow plowing and stuff like that. And I was just listening to your uh, show as usual in the morning. Um, regards to uh, people breaking into buildings, I think that was a rerun tag going there. But it's it's on the rise, obviously, on commercial properties. Yeah. Most of the people doing it right now are homeless people that are freezing their ass off outside. Yeah. It's sad. but And, and I mean... It's hard to get mad at them, but you also can't excuse it. It's a very frustrating situation, right? Yeah, it's sad, but nothing gives you the right, you know, and we hear it all the time. We hear about guys who get their trucks broken into and their tools stolen. So now they can't go to work and make money. They're busting their ass every day to provide for their families and to pay their bills and to be a contributing member of society. Bingo. And and now they can't do that because somebody who, sure, may have had a very tough life has decided that they're just going to take something that's not theirs. Yeah, and maybe that is how they ended up there. That's their attitude because, I, I mean, homelessness is, is a sad thing, but at the end of the day, you're, you are still who you are, you know, and, and I think some homeless people uh, find means to get shelter in, in better ways and others kick through a glass door. I mean... We had that in our building the other day, and uh, I wanted the guy charged, not because of uh, some vindiction, you know, but uh, he broke the lie. He broke our door, yeah. and we have to pay for that. Well, get him in, get him off the streets and in a warm cell. That's what I was hoping for. All and, right. Uh, you know what the sad truth is? They're they're not even uh, they're not even really being arrested and put in jail. It's it's just not happening. Like yeah, it, it's catch and release right now because of COVID. Yeah. They're not even prosecuting <laughs> anything. You got it. Yeah, it's. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there's not a whole lot of recourse. And I think, I think, you know, some of them know that. Well, obviously they know it. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're a young offender, I had friends who got into trouble and they'd use the excuse, well, they can't do anything until I'm 18. <laughs> Sadly, they were pretty much right. So. I know. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah. Well, just keep an eye out for your neighbors and your community, and hopefully uh, you're not the next one to get hit. Exactly. Things reopening this week. You can go back uh, and do some shopping at the mall if you want. I had to stop and pick something up yesterday at the drugstore, and it's it's in the mall. And you had to go through the mall entrance, Jim. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that this was happening, but there's a couple options now. If you want to go into the mall you need to be pre-screened for COVID. So you can download an app and answer a questionnaire on your phone and then show them, uh, like you'll get a green check mark if you're good to go into the mall and you show the people at the front door of the mall that they'll let you inside. Or there's another lineup, and I had to go in this line because I had left my phone in the car where they ask you the questions and they go down the list, you know, have you been traveling out of the country, blah, blah, blah. And you answer the questions. And then uh, if you're all good, they'll let you go into the mall to shop. But some of these questions like, are, are very personal hmm. and you're in line with a group of people right there and they're not being quiet about it. You know, they'll say, 
Do you have difficulty swallowing? No. Do you have runny or stuffed uh, congested nose? No. Decrease dis- decrease in loss or taste of taste or smell? No. Pink eye? No. Headache? No. Digestive issues like nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea? Well, now that you mention it, <laughs> my stools have been a little looser than oh, usual. God. <laughs> You know, did you think you'd you'd ever see the day where you have to tell somebody about your BMs before they let you into the mall? You no. have you have to answer the question: Do you have diarrhea before you're allowed to go into the shopping mall now? Now I'm surprised they didn't ask you that before when you're just trying on pants years any, any at any time. <laughs> But, you know, you could also just say no to all the questions. And they'll let you in. <laughs> like, have you been out of the country? No. I, uh, I, prove it. I would love if there was just one honest guy. You know, I I have been pooping quite a bit lately. <laughs> but I also eat only fried chicken. Because I've been having problems with my poops. Am I allowed in the mall or am I not allowed in the mall? Sir, just keep your voice down. It's It's been a snowy uh, week so far. And I know it's been a challenge uh, for a lot of people in the Taz and Jim listening area, but I think we're we're dealing with things a lot better than they are down in Texas, Jim. Oh, it is a gong show. It's crazy. Yeah, they got a cold snap down in Texas. Usually they don't get weather like we get here, but um, they've had freezing, they've had snow, and it's shut everything down, including electricity. It's 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 every man for himself. Did you see the Colorado City? That's a town in Texas. There's a town called Colorado City in Texas. And the mayor, did you see what he tweeted out or put out on Instagram? No. It was a giant statement. I've got to find it. But it is the most insensitive, you know, emotionally removed statement I've ever heard a politician ever say. He basically said... Everybody, you're on your own. Figure it out. To to a certain extent, it makes sense. It's like you know, we can we can only do so much. The police can only do. So, but it was like, y- y- this is the time for you to figure it out. You have to survive on your own. I'm sick and tired of people complaining. Stop calling Stop us. Stop calling us. There's Stop nothing the we can do. Yeah, you know, and there's way to make ways to make that statement professionally and not uh, rattle some cages, but this guy went off. I will find it, and it's unbelievable how insensitive and just, like, blunt it is. Yeah, people aren't used to that in this day and age. You know, it's not just the weather down there in Texas that's cold, it's the hard truth as well. (laughs) Coming from the politicians. Oh, it looks like he has resigned over it. It was a a Facebook post. So I'm going to read this here. It's it's absolutely wild. Let me hurt some... This is his name's Tim Boyd, and he's a, he's a mayor. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers uh, or any other services... Oh, you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't want, if you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal with it. 
and think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and you're sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you are lazy is a direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. I am sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water, yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your family. Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. So just like the the statement keeps going on. I know you probably thought I was done three times, but that's how much of a rant it was. Yeah. Not shocking that he, he people were upset. That's resign worthy. I, yeah. I think, hey, you're going to die. Yeah. You're going to die. Deal with it is not something you want to hear from a politician in a time of crisis. No, the truth. The truth is, though, you, you know, when 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 emergencies like this happen, sometimes you can't rely on the government. So to think that you you can't prepare or that you don't have to prepare and you can just call the police when S hits the fan, that is a valid thing, you know. But there's a nicer way to say it. Yeah, yeah. And to say, hey, hey maybe next we're time we're working get some on food. it. How yeah. about we're working on it. We're trying to get things back to normal. We're dealing with a influx of complaints and mm-hmm. calls. We're trying to do what we can. But in the meantime, you're going to have to try and come up with some solutions here. I'm praying for everyone to get through this. Not, yeah, you're going to die, Sink you or wimps. swim. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.